everyone, and welcome to the regular season Eagles style. It's Eagles 360, and I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro, along with Glenn Macnow. We're back together. Nice to see for you, buddy. Season. Nice to see you. And Fun season. We're here to get it all, well, maybe a little bit right in 2016. I we, remember no errors <laughs> We We weren't the ones making the errors, <laughs> errors in that era. All right, so over the weekend, Glenn, a few things happened. You may have heard Eagles making a trade that I, I don't think has ever happened in the history of the NFL. Trading your starting quarterback eight days before the regular season begins. I'd like to get your take. Well, a stunner. You're absolutely right because at this point you played your final preseason game. Everybody knows where the season is going, except it's not. Uh, I love it because you're moving ahead. The plan is we're going to go to the kid. If it wasn't this year, it was next year. You were between eras. Now you're moving into an era with some definition, and I like it. So we've got a lot of eras going on here. Doug Peterson begins his first year as the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles in this regular season. And Carson Wentz takes over the reins as the starting quarterback beginning Sunday against the Cleveland Browns. We've got a lot to get to today as we set things up for the rest of this very busy week. But first things first, we want to get you caught up on the day's events. A busy day for the Eagles. We throw it out to Alex Smith, our Eagles 360 update. With the second pick in the 2016 NFL Draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select Carson Wentz. I'm joined by the newest member of the Philadelphia Eagles by way of North Dakota State. Very excited to get, get back there and see it from a different perspective now to call it home. Hi everyone, I'm Alex Smith and this is your 360 update. Well, as you can see by that opening, it has been quite the turn of events to bring us to where we are right now, just a few days before the Eagles' regular season opener against the Cleveland Browns, with Carson Wentz leading the way as the Eagles' starting quarterback. The biggest domino to fall came just this past weekend on Saturday when the Eagles traded Sam Bradford to the Minnesota Vikings in exchange for two draft picks. And afterwards, we heard from Howie Roseman, who said that while this wasn't part of the plan to trade Bradford right now, it was still an opportunity to move the team forward in the right direction, and he's very confident in Carson Wentz. Well, the only circumstance that changed was this trade offer from the Vikings. You know, this um, was not um, our blueprint. This was not part of the plan. Um, but as we sit, we have to be flexible and we have to be able to take advantage of opportunities that give us an opportunity to get where we want to be. And um, our organization has had a run of success at some point, but we're trying to get that trophy. And to do that, sometimes you got to do things like this that aren't so easy to do a week before the season starts. So just about 48 hours after the initial trade that sent Bradford to Minnesota, we heard from head coach Doug Peterson on Monday, who officially named Carson Wentz as the Eagles starting quarterback moving forward with Chase Daniel serving as the number two. And while Carson Wentz, of course, just a rookie, he's only played in one preseason game, but the Eagles head coach says that he's seen enough to make this choice. Uh, what he's done around this building, uh, the plays he's made uh, in practice uh, in, in the one preseason game has, has, uh, has given me uh, confidence that, that he, can, he can lead this football team, and, and I'm excited. As for Wentz, he addressed the members of the media for the first time as the Eagles starting quarterback on Monday as well, where he explained where he was when he got the news that he would be starting week one against the Cleveland Browns. It's actually funny, I was actually laying in the middle of a cornfield hunting um, when that happened, so I got the call and um, I was obviously very surprised, um, but instantly I was just really excited. 
So what started back in April when the Eagles moved up first from 13 to 8 and then from 8 to 2 in order to select Carson Wentz out of North Dakota State. That momentum has carried all the way over to right now, just days before the season opener against Cleveland, where Carson Wentz will get the start, the first Eagles quarterback to start as a rookie since 1939. It's been quite a whirlwind, but fans are ready to see Carson Wentz in action on Sunday afternoon. With your 360 update, I'm Alex Smith. Thanks so much, Alex. We've got a lot to get to here on Eagles 360. Head coach Doug Peterson visits with us in studio. Glenn is going to talk about an NFC East, which we think is still wide open, right? Uh, All, yes. any, there for the take. Nobody's winning double digits. When we return, we're going to talk about Glenn's takeaways from a 4-0 Eagles preseason. Yeah, well, we know the 4-0 means nothing. We learned that in the past. But, Dave, I will give you one thing that I saw this preseason They'll carry into the regular season. We're going to all love. All right. Lots to get to here. It's Eagles 360. Make sure you're with us in just a moment. This portion of Eagles 360 was presented by Santander. Introducing Simply Right Checking from Santander Bank, a new checking account that's convenient and gives you more control. Sounds simple, doesn't it? Visit one of our branches or SantanderBank.com simple to learn more and sign up today. Remarkable things are happening at your local Acme. We're making changes and we're getting better every day. Cleaner, friendlier, fresher. Like fresher meat and seafood, and fresher produce and hundreds of organics. To top it off, we're lowering thousands of prices throughout the store. So come on in and see for yourself why Acme is just better. Lower prices, great quality, and friendlier service. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Experience the power of physical therapy at NovaCare Rehabilitation. We know the importance of an active lifestyle. If you're currently injured, let us bring that active lifestyle back to you. NovaCare is the exclusive provider of physical therapy to the Philadelphia Eagles. And with more than 100 convenient locations throughout Philadelphia and South Jersey, go to NovaCare.com today and request an appointment online or call 800-770-6682. The Eagles choose NovaCare, so can you NovaCare. The power of physical therapy. You say crazy, I say crafted. You say savage, I say practiced. Crazy, crafted, savage, practiced. Let's run that whole thing back. You say unbelievable, I say achievable. You say incredible, I say inevitable. Unbelievable, achievable, incredible, inevitable. Let's run that whole thing back. Carbs to compete, electrolytes to replenish. We welcome you back to Eagles 360, Dave Spadaro, Glenn Mack now. And before we talk about what's ahead, let's talk about the preseason, some of the things that you saw that you believe, Glenn, will carry over into the regular season. Okay, and you're right. A lot of preseason doesn't, but this will. This is not your father's wide nine. We lived with it once before in this town. We didn't like it. It wasn't very good. <laughs> this one under Jim Schwartz, I think is gonna be great. A couple reasons. One is, he's gonna be rotating I think 11 guys in and out on that defensive line. And those quick changes are going to give everybody a lot of energy. And Jim Schwartz really knows how to do this. His calling Jim Washburn. His, calling Jim Washburn. Right. And that did not work out for a lot of reasons. But in 14 years as a defense coordinator or as a head coach, Jim Schwartz's defenses have finished in the top 10 in sacks nine times. He's put guys in the Pro Bowls nine separate years. This is going to be a great year for one thing Eagles fans love, 
which is the pass rush. Okay. It's going to be a great pass. I'm with you on that one. Number two. All right, number two. Let's look at the offense. And this, this really would have been the same, I think, if Bradford was the quarterback and carries Who? over to Wentz. That guy. Yeah, okay. Sleeves. Yeah. So here you go. <laughs> the dink and dunk is back. And that's not really such a bad thing, I think, at this point. Uh, unless Doriel Greenback emerges as a star, it's not an offense of high-potency weapons. It's an offense of a lot of guys who can do certain things. So you, what you're going to see is using multiple running backs. What you're going to see is receivers going in and out, interesting patterns, things like that. But a lot of dink and dunk down the street. So you're saying an interesting offense, something maybe we didn't see the last three years. We saw a fast offense. At times, an explosive offense, yeah, a pace offense, but not particularly but... interesting. All right. Right. All right. Number three, and here's this is going to be, I think, one of the most fun things of the offense. You saw this in the preseason. The three tight end set with Doriel Green Beckham as the fourth guy. That's a thousand pounds of receiver out there. It's going to be great in the uh, in the rush block in the running block okay. blocking for the run. Uh, I think it's going to create real difficulties for a secondary trying to cover those guys. Uh, you have three tight ends who can play this year. You have a 245-pound receiver. Give or take a few sandwiches. Give or take yep. a few, right? And I think that that's going to be an effective, fun offense to watch all year. And I think in the red zone, Doriel Greenbeck mm -hmm. will be a huge weapon for the Eagles. By the way, Cleveland does not have a cornerback taller than six feet, so something to watch out for on Sunday. There you all go. Right, another one? All right, number four. Rookies are rookies. And I think with the exception of course, of Carson Wentz, it's going to be difficult to see a lot of rookies contributing here. You, I know you disagree yeah, I, with I me think on Isaac, this. I think before the season's over, Isaac Sayamalu will play. I think Wendell Smallwood will play, and I think Jalen Mills will play as well. I, I, I get it that it's not starting with a lot of rookies. And you see around the league, I mean, my goodness, the Cleveland Browns had 16 rookies on their roster. Seattle has a similar number. The Eagles have some young players who will get some playing time. Carson is the headliner, but I think this rookie class will contribute. So I'm going to disagree with you on That's that. That's fine. I think the second-year guys are going to be the key. Hicks, Aguilar, we hope, now Green Beckham. Those guys are going to be kind of big new contributors. Better be. Better be. Counting on Nelson Aguilar is something we have, not, we have not talked about the wide receivers in depth. No. But, of course, it's only Tuesday, so we've got a lot to get to. We do. Here's number five. Um, the most undiscussed, really good player on this team is Rodney McLeod. Eagles signed him as a free agent, gave him a good contract, didn't come in with a big name, hasn't been discussed a lot this offseason or this preseason, but I'm telling you, he, their safeties now are among the best in the league. This guy can hit, he can cover, he's a smart player. It's a name that hasn't come up a lot, but Rodney McLeod to me is a real prime addition. I agree, and the Eagles safeties have been really just so uh, interchangeable, really kind of a mess since 2008 when who left town? Brian Dawkins, who, by the way, is back upstairs yeah. working on all these Looking moves good. and Looking redoing like all the still roster. Get out there. So those are Glenn's five takeaways from the preseason. We'll see how they translate into this 2016 regular season. Now, when we return to Eagles 360, enough of us. I've got the head coach, Doug Peterson, in studio. We're going to talk about the day's news, about what's ahead for the Eagles and they've got Cleveland coming into town on Sunday. More to come on Eagles 360. This portion of Eagles 360 was presented by McDonald's. Mix and match any two for just $2.50 on McDonald's McPick 2 menu. Choose from a McDouble, McChicken sandwich, six-piece chicken McNuggets, or small fries. I'm loving it. 
Growing up, we had a basketball hoop in our driveway, and that's all I used to play with. This past August, I happened to notice a bump on my foot. So my parents and I decided that we would go to Rothman at Jefferson. We found out from a biopsy that I had an osteosarcoma cancer. Scary, but the Rothman doctors felt so confident in what they were going to do, and it couldn't have turned out any better. The Rothman Institute at Jefferson was able to get me back on the court and back to where I wanted to be. I step to Philly. I step to Philly. The bus. The trolley. The train. Jefferson Station. Airport line. 69th Street. Broad Street. To the game. Paoli. Sharon Hill. Chestnut Hill. Regional Rail. I step to Philly. The Broad Street line on game days. A la bodega. To the movies. To my parkway. Spring Garden. Late night. West Philly. South Philly. North Philly! For head coach Doug Peterson, our weekly interview with Doug Peterson presented by Wawa. Uh, coach, uh, it's your week. It's time to get the season started. Let's start with the quarterback position. You named Carson Wentz the starter on Monday. It's now the end of the day, Tuesday. What has happened between then and now? Not much. Uh, you know, we had a workout yesterday with the players, got them back off of their three day uh, sort of mini vacation after the last preseason game. and. And uh, you know, um, you know, gave all the starters their their uh, the reps, 100% of the reps. Carson had 100% of the reps with the ones, and and just got him back thinking football. A little bit, a little bit of Cleveland prep yesterday, and players are off today, and then and then we go to work on Wednesday. Are Tuesdays times when some players get into the film room and, and take a look at things? We had a, we had a few guys in today. Carson and uh, Chase were in here and, and looking at some tape, some of the offensive linemen, and and uh, it, it is a good time for them to get in. It's, it's quiet, and usually they get a chance to. To start watching, there's not a ton of film. I mean, you know, Ray Horton, the defensive coordinator, obviously with Cleveland. He's been with Cleveland before. He's been with Tennessee most recently. So there are some games you can go watch and just get a get a feel for how he, uh, uh, you know, attacks offenses. What do you expect from Carson on Sunday, just in terms of his composure and his ability to kind of put nerves to the side? Yeah, you know. He's going to be nervous early. I mean, that just goes without saying. Rookie quarterback, first-time starter, he'll be he'll be nervous. But one thing that that I've got to do a good job, and, and offensive coaches Frank and D. Filippo, and we, we just got to make sure that he stays calm and that we give him we give him plays that he knows and he understands early in this football game that he can execute. And then once we settle into the game, see how they're going to attack us, then then we can go from there with him and kind of open things up. But you know, I, I just want him to be efficient. I want him to protect the football. I want him to protect himself early. I think it's important that we protect him uh, from a protection standpoint uh, so that he's not getting hit early, and, and that can affect his eyes you know, down the field from, from uh, uh, reads and things like that, progressions uh, with the passing game. So if we can do that early in this football game and then get him a couple completions early, settle him in, then we begin to, uh, to open things up. Doug, you mentioned Ray Horton, defensive coordinator for the Browns, veteran guy. 
What do you expect him to try to do to take advantage of Carson's inexperience? Yeah, one thing that, that obviously, if you you know, Cleveland has done this offseason, they, they've gone a little bit younger, um, and, and so they've, they've got uh, some rookie players that are, that are playing quite a bit, uh, first-time starters as well on defense. And, and so you, you, you kind of think he's going to keep it simple, but you look at preseason games, and, and he's still – He's still attacking with, with pressures. He's bringing corners off the edge. He's bringing both linebackers. He's doing things that he typically does, and that's his M.O. He's a, he's a huge single safety middle guy, uh, zone and man. Um, would expect him to make, you know, and, and, and put five-man pressures uh, against Carson, try to even keep him in the pocket, you know, not escape the pocket because you, you saw what he did against Tampa Bay with some of the scrambles that he, that he was able to do. So, you know, from that standpoint, he may he may try to get after him that way, um, affect him with the pressure. Um, but but at the end of the day, he's a single safety middle guy, and he just lets his guys play. I know there's not a lot of time gone by here, but how do you see the locker room reacting with the trade of Sam and with the promotion of Carson to starter? How how have guys reacted? Well, the guys have have acted uh, reacted well and very positive, and, and it's something that we saw not only during OTAs but also during training camp. Uh, some of the comments the guys were making about Carson and the respect that they have, and they, they really feel like he, he can be a good quarterback in the National Football League. And, and, and so, you know, we'll see each day now, each day that goes by, the progression that, that he has and the leadership style that he has with the team. And you're going to see, I think the guys are going to see that, that he embraces that and it's not too big for him. And, and, and by the time we get to Sunday, uh, you know, all the pieces, all the, all the boxes have been checked uh, with him and, and the rest of the team feels good about, you know, him being, him being the guy and the fact that he can, he can lead this football team. Let's talk about the Cleveland Browns. What have you seen from RG3, their quarterback? Uh, we've seen him in Washington for years, obviously. What's he look like in preseason? He's looked well. He's looked good. You know, really, he's, he's played well. Um, he's made some, some nice throws. You, you know, you've seen some, some of the deep throws that he's made. You know, uh, one of the things that he can, he can do and, and will do is he can run. Uh, that's, that's something that, uh, uh, you know, with, with his style. And the other thing you're seeing with, uh, with Hugh Jackson is the fact that, you know, he's taking some of that Cincinnati stuff and he's spreading, those, the, spreading the field out. He's trying to get those misdirections, sort of catch you off balance type plays with tackles, you know, moving, moving out to the numbers and things like that. So, you know, he's, he's definitely uh, brought some of that with him. Um, and then and, and just allowing him to be an athlete and play. And, and, but, but again, he, he's a guy that you've got to keep in the pocket. You've got to understand his athleticism. Uh, you you kind of want him to try to make him throw the ball just a little bit. But at the same time, if you can hit the quarterback, uh, it, we want to hit theirs and not them hitting ours. Doug, so many crazy things seem to happen week one, week two of the regular season. Why, why do you think that is? Well, I, I, think, I think because there's not a lot of film, you know, uh, offenses and defenses are so vanilla in training camp. Not everybody plays, you know, all the time. And now you really begin to kind of dive into your playbook, the things you've really worked on in training camp, and, and open things up a little bit. So there, you, you know, one thing you got to guard against is you got to guard against the trick plays early, you know, and especially in the regular season because those are things that can kind of sneak up on you because they're not going to show them in, in in training camp. And 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 so you, you guard against those. You, you keep. You keep the game very manageable uh, early on, and then and then as the as it, as it begins to unfold, that's when things you know you dial up blitzes, you dial up shots offensively, and you kind of get into your game plan a little bit more. You've been with this team on the field since April through preseason, the training camp, OTAs, backing up. What do you think you have going into the open? What is this team all about? Well, number one, we've got an aggressive football team. Uh, that's why both both offensively and, and defensively, and it really starts with the offense and defensive line. And one thing we've seen. 
on both sides of the ball is how well we've played uh, up front, um, you know, a defensive line, how we're coming off the ball. We're putting pressure with four guys and maybe a fifth guy off the edge. Um, you know, we're seeing, we're seeing the ability to throw the ball down the field with great protection. Um, our run game has been has been been effective you know we haven't done a ton of running but at the same time it's been effective when we have and so you know I just want to continue that I want to continue that aggression that's something that that we, we preached or I preached you know even back in OTAs is we want to have that attack mentality and then that's something that uh, coming out of training camp uh, I felt pretty good that, that that's where we are and that's the direction in which we're going. Doug you know the fan base here you know that they want you to win this game so you're talking to them what do you want from the fans on Sunday? Oh, I want to have them, you know, I want them out of their minds. I want to, I want a packed stadium. It's going to be a great day on Sunday. You know, uh, be loud, be noisy, you know, be quiet when the offense is on the field, be <laughs> right. loud when the defense is on the field, you know, and, and support their football team. I mean, this is, this is a, it's a new, new season, 2016, a lot of new faces. You got a young quarterback, get behind him, rally behind him, and, uh, and support this team like, like I know they can. Doug, thanks so much. Good luck on Sunday. Thanks, Dave. Golden outside or fluffy inside, deep pockets or delicious ridges, tasty egg or savory bacon. Experience Dunkin's new Belgian waffle breakfast sandwich. It's not this or that, it's all of it. America runs on Dunkin'. I got tickets, metro tickets. You need a metro ticket, talk to me, please. How do I even know these are real tickets? Yeah, you know, you just touch it. How do I know they're legit? Is this leather legit? I mean, how do we really know? It looks good, right? Is the metro paying you to do this? No, I'm paying myself. I gotta oh, make profit. That makes more sense. Does the baby need a metro ticket? I'll give her one on me. These tickets, they're not stealing your soul. You can look at them. Man, nobody wants to buy tickets from a guy on the street. I don't understand. One discovery sparks another, lighting the way for amazing achievements at Jefferson's Vicki and Jack Farber Institute for Neuroscience. With our brightest minds focused on yours, we are pioneering new hope to prevent, treat, and cure brain and spine disorders. From the nation's first brain tumor removal to the region's first neuroscience hospital, look to us for breakthroughs that are light years ahead. Introducing Dunkin's new cold brew coffee. Steeped slowly in cold water for small batches with an ultra smooth, full bodied flavor. Discover the craft of cold brew today and keep on. America runs on Dunkin'. Welcome back. It's Eagles 360, Dave Spadaro, Glenn Mack. Now, the Washington Redskins are the defending NFC East champions. Are they the team to beat in 2016? I say yes. I say yes. Yes. Although in this division, it's not going to take much to beat them. It's quite a division, Glenn. Yeah. Last Mediocre. year we kind of we laughed our way through mediocrity, 500 teams. But at the end of the season, the Redskins really came on. They had a strong offseason. Let's talk about the Washington Redskins first and the strengths of that football team, beginning with Kirk Cousins, at quarterback. Yeah, he did very well down this stretch. I'm still not entirely sold, Dave, that this is who he is uh, because before that, he was a guy who was so turnover-prone. He hadn't shown me that much. He finished very strong, what, the last six, seven games, and that is impressive, and that counts, and you get to the playoffs. But I, I don't know that he can carry it on. I like their wide receiving set a lot. Um, I think their running game is fairly mediocre, and I think they're – were they nine and seven last year? Well, and then the defense gets a big boost. Again. Defense gets a big boost from 
the largemouth cornerback Josh Norman, who got the big contract and has to live up that reputation of being one of the best in the business. He does. And you and I have seen specifically big name cornerbacks uh, go yeah, from one have. franchise to another. And it's happened more than just here. But it does happen sometimes. I'm not saying he's a product of the system, but he might be better in the Carolina system than Washington's. We'll see. Okay, so we'll get a sense of the Redskins. We'll also get a sense on Sunday of just where Dallas is with its rookie quarterback, Dak Prescott, and where the Giants are with their new quarter with their new coach, Ben McAdoo. Those two teams meet first the Dallas Cowboys. Prescott had a tremendous preseason working. You're not impressed. Oh, please. Tell is, me. He in, is he in Canton yet? Tell me. Have they, is he in the Pro Bowl Let me, find, let me they get my smartphone and find out. He went, I know he went 17 for 23 in game three. He also threw for 115 yards, which is five yards an attempt. He dumped it off to the tight ends. You're playing in a non-scheme offense against vanilla defenses that haven't done anything. Let's take it into the regular season. Let's see when teams are throwing blitzes at him and so on before we anoint this guy to be anything special. He's also got Ezekiel Elliott in the backfield, Des Bryant and Jason Witten to throw to, going against Steve Spagnolo and the rebuilt New York Giants defense, which I'm going to label as my early season candidate to be a big fat dud in 2016. <laughs> we have seen, as Glenn said, all of these free agents mm -hmm. moving from one team to another. It's just really hard to assimilate into a new scheme. Steve Spagnuolo has been pretty much a lousy defensive coordinator since the Giants' Super Bowl days. And even with the additions of Janoris Jenkins and Olivier Vernon, etc., uh, Apple, Eli Apple in the draft, I just don't buy into Steve Spags as a defensive coordinator. Well, they got a long way to go. They had the worst defense in the league last year. So if they improve a little bit, they're 28th in the league. Yeah. They're, they're not going to go from 32nd to the top 10. They're not going to do that at all. Uh, Manning had a very good year last year, um, he threw the most touchdowns in his career. Beckham is a great weapon. I like their second-round pick. Shepard is a weapon, too. Not much of a running game, and their offensive line has looked terrible yeah. in the preseason. That could be the killer for them. So once again, we enter this season feeling like the NFC East is up for grabs, and the Eagles have all these tall guys to go up and, and catch the ball. That's right. That's I'll right. put it this way. Nobody's winning double digits in this division, I don't think. Nobody's I'll bet you a dollar on that. You got it. All right, you got it. Okay. All right, so that's our, well, way too early look at the NFC East. We've got more to get to here on Eagles 360 when we return. We set it up for the rest of the week. Our Amoroso's on-the-menu look at what's ahead. This portion of Eagles 360 was presented by Rothman at Jefferson. The Eagles and Rothman Institute at Jefferson are partnering to celebrate the top high school football teams and coaches in the tri-state area with the High School Football Showdown. Visit the website to vote for the game of the week and support your school. Check back daily for new matchups. Hi, I'm Bo Allen from the Philadelphia Eagles, and this is the Allen from Bob's Discount Furniture. We named it after Bo. Thanks, Bob. You're the man. It packs some serious power. Power recline, power headrest, and USB ports. Get the sofa or console love seat in dark chocolate or light brown, an untouchable value at only $7.99 each. I don't know how you do it, Bob, but man, do I respect it. You know how players show respect after big games? Nope. We swap jerseys. Love me tender. No one's ever fallen 50% in love. Or cared for somebody with only part of their heart. Love means you're all in.
but not all alone. Lincoln Financial helps you provide for and protect your financial future because this is what you do for people you love. Talk to an advisor. Lincoln Financial, you're in charge. The guy was a legend on the field. He poured everything he had into this game. You gotta wonder what he's doing on game day now. Guys, cupcakes are ready. Ooh, cupcakes? <laughs> Better game days call for better pizza. Now get two medium, two topping pizzas for just $6.99 each. Try our new cinnamon pull-aparts for just 6 bucks. Better ingredients. Better pizza. Papa John's. Dave Spadaro, Glenn Macknell. It's Eagles 360. We come your way each and every day, Monday through Friday, during this Eagles 2016 regular season. And, because I'm the optimist, through the postseason. All right. So it's Doug Peterson's first game as the head coach in the regular season. Glenn, what do you want to see from him? Thursday, I'll ask you about the quarterback. But I think let's okay. not lose fact here that this is the beginning of the Doug Peterson era. It is. And here's what I'll tell you. Since he is a disciple of Andy Reid and we've seen uh, the good and the bad of Andy, what I want is the good of Andy, which is really good game plan. I always thought that Andy could scheme it very well. Um, and this is more long-term, Andy, very good relations with his players. But I want to see a good, solid game plan in game one. What do I not want to see from him? And we didn't see this much during the preseason, Zero. so I was encouraged. Zero. Right? I don't want those bad timeouts. I don't want the delay, of mo the delay of game penalties, those kind of things. And if forced to think on his feet, I want to see Doug Peterson do that maybe a little better than Andy did. Okay. Now, there is a rookie quarterback, so you may have to make sure you've got the communication going. Mm -hmm. But... We'll talk about Carson Wentz on Thursday when you're back in studio. What's ahead here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com for you? Well, we've got a look at the Cleveland Browns tomorrow when Joe DeCamera is in. It's our first look, our first take of the Cleveland Browns. Doug Peterson has his press conference. Marilyn Mike, the radio guys, doing a little old school all 22, talking about the Eagles and the Cleveland Browns here. And Carson Wentz meets the media. We are all hanging on every word. We are from the young guy who's oh, yeah. thrown 24 passes in the preseason and is now the starting quarterback. Glenn, did you ever think it would come to this? No, not yeah. that, not three days ago. Two I sure did. right? I mean, oh, yeah, it's the right move. Yeah. It's, it's a surprise. I don't think anybody planned it. Teddy Bridgewater's misfortune changed everything. Yeah, and Howie Roseman really knew, knows a good deal when he gets one, and the Vikings made an offer that he couldn't refuse, so he didn't. Could be a good deal for them, too. All right, thanks for coming in today. Pleasure. Great job. Glenn nice Macnow, Dave Spadaro, thanks for joining us. It's Eagles 360. Have yourselves a great Eagles day.